What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Just Effort Podcast. I'm Angelo. I'm your host, and I'm excited to bring you episode 54. Yes, we are just hitting a year old, and it is such an honor and a blessing to be where we are today. And it's because of you guys. So first and foremost, thank you for all your support, for sharing the podcast, for telling your friends about it. And um, we definitely wouldn't be here without you guys. So I know it's a few episodes late that I say this, um, but with this being the 54th episode, uh, I just I just can't say how how grateful I am for everyone here. Um, it really, really does mean a lot. So thank you guys. Today we have a huge announcement, but you're going to have to stick around until the end of the episode to hear what it is. We're very excited. Uh, some of you may already know what it is, so don't spoil the surprise, but we are excited to share this with you. For today's episode, Renata and I are talking about measuring the results versus measuring the effort. You see, sometimes we let the results define who we are. And as much as we would love the results to always go our way, a lot of the times we can't control that. But what we can control are our efforts, right? We can't always control if the results go our way or not, but we can work hard, we can do what we can to sway it in our favor. But the last call isn't always up to us. And that's something I learned during my law enforcement career, you know, with my injury being, for better or for worse, the highlight of my law enforcement career, right? It was all the effort, all the years, all of the sacrifice that I put together was was all summed up by my injury. When I think about my law enforcement career, that injury, it just... a big dark cloud in that um, in that timeline in my life and it shouldn't always be that way right I let that one defining moment almost potentially ruin a whole multitude of positive memories but that one result I was so hung up on so I don't want to drag this out any longer I'm excited to share this with you make sure you stick 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 with the episode all the way through the end because we have a huge surprise we're excited to share with you guys i appreciate you guys thank you have a great great friday i'll see you guys next week so i love the idea of of transforming your mindset really taking hold of the perspective that you're in so that you're able to be in a good headspace to then move forward with whatever goals or activities that you may have Wow. Very well said. Very well said. And I think that, and I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people, especially on social media, they only show the highlights, right? I mean, if, if I, a great example is I know your following on social media has grown, especially on Instagram. It's grown the past, you know, X amount of years that we've known each other. So you have, you know, this identity that you've built up of, you know, your mom and, you know, nutrition's your thing. And for, and for the new people that are following you, they may not know all the, they may, they may only see that, right. They don't see the, they only see the ups, but they don't, they don't see the downs because we don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, when we were talking about the topic for today, 
we touched on how the world has become like in the defensive mindset. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Where stay at home, stay six feet away from people, like keep your distance, very like defensive. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that whole defensive mindset has leaked into a lot of different areas for people. In fact, it's not just staying at home or staying away from people. It's almost like it's giving people an excuse to just chill at home and just watch TV all day. And I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say that's a bad thing necessarily, but the reality is people who used to complain about not having enough time now have an abundance of time. Mm-hmm. And I think what's happening with the conversation, especially with them, the conversations I'm having with people now that the whole time excuse is gone, what do you like now? What? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's just so many people are just living life defensively. Right. I don't know. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? No, I completely agree. I feel like it's, it's difficult not to. It's difficult not to like have all these new rules and restrictions on us and not feel like we're in the defensive. And it's really difficult then to take that and be really self-aware about it. But then also think about, well, what can I specifically do to move out of that headspace or to move out of that defensiveness? Because I really believe that it takes a lot of work to try to improve yourself. And it's easy to get stuck in those negative patterns, in these negative mindsets without being really self-aware and really being like intentional around what you're going to do each and every day. And sometimes each and every hour just to get better, just to be better than you were. Um, So I completely agree. It's so hard right now to move out of that headspace, but I think it's absolutely worth it. And I think that a lot of people can harness that intentionality and really help to move themselves either personally or in their business or in their relationships forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, thinking about, you know, being in that headspace, I was in there too. You know, I'm used to getting up at, you know, four 30, you know, and then go to the gym. And now my schedule has been rocked. My structure has been like, I, I got to recreate it. And I'm not going to lie. I fell into that deep hole too. Like, it's no lie. We've been having some growing pains at modern fitness, right? Like we've, a lot of things are changing. People are coming and going and it's like, you know, I've opened up to you about this, about how like I've questioned myself. I'm like, dude, I suck. (laughs) Like I'm not doing a very good job here. And, and it's like uncomfortable for me to, to put that out there and it's not oh man yeah definitely wasn't planning to go here but but we're kind of here already so i'm like damn it um i needed to take time to reflect right Mm -hmm. yeah and to kind of tie it all in i found myself waking up trying to get back to, you know, my 4.30 a.m., get back to, even though I can't go to the gym, get back into my workouts here. But I found myself waking up in the mindset that I have to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I have to get up. I, I have to get up and stay this, stay in this structure. I have to, you know, perform for my team. I have to be a good leader. I have to, I have to, I have to. And it became almost like, it was the wrong perspective. Mm-hmm. 
it was a wrong perspective to take, especially to start the day, like saying, I have to. Mm-hmm. And then it triggered a memory. And I made a, po- a post about this a few years ago of the difference between I have to and I get to. And for me personally, it changed the way I approached life mm-hmm. because, and I, I've mentioned this before, but the whole I have to feels like you're enslaved to something. Like you have a duty to, you have to do this versus I get to is more of a gratitude. Right. It comes from a place of gratitude and thankfulness that, you know what? And this is how I look at it. And I'll share this with you. I, I've had a lot of partners, you know, when I was a cop, I've had a lot of partners and people um, lose their life uh, in the line of duty. And I began to look at my life as like, I don't have to get up in the morning. I don't have to be successful. I don't have to help people. I mm-hmm. get to. Right. Because I have an opportunity that they didn't, they don't have anymore. Right. And I'm not saying you have to make this huge, you know, life-changing connection to that I have to versus I get to. But for me, that's what made it stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to think about the partners and, you know, the, their, my partner's families that have to live life without them anymore, that have mm-hmm. to continue going through holidays and without having that loved one anymore. Right. And for me, it just, it lights a fire under my ass. Like, don't, I don't have to get up. I get to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I like how you, you know, likened it to having that gratitude practice, which I think is so important right now because we like, we have to search for the tiniest little things that will help us to realize that there are things to be grateful for in this world. Like the fact that we get to like, just sit up in bed in the morning. Yeah. I mean, simple things. We have breath in our lungs. We have our families. We, we have our health, which is really fortunate right now. Uh, you know, we have food in our house. We have water. We have the ability to have the internet and do lives like this. I mean, there's so many things that we just need to remind ourselves to be grateful for. Because mm-hmm. when, you, when you don't do that, when you are not intentional about that, that's when life can really get you down. And so I encourage everyone to just continue to have those gratitude moments, like to remember there are these awesome things. I mean, you know, our friendship, that's definitely something to be grateful for. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that are grateful for the people that, you know, you know, send them little notes th- during the day to remind them that, you know, you're cared for. Or like my friend Anne sent me flowers yesterday and I loved them and it was so unexpected, but it's just these little things to remind people that, you know, they're not alone. Mm. that that gratitude is so powerful and it relates to the post I made yesterday on Instagram about perspective and I shared this with you last night during our meeting when I was in the academy we had a test every week like multiple tests a week for six months six months multiple tests a week and if you failed like two or three of them you would get sent home Right. And it was like a crazy, stressful situation. You know, I had moved from Chicago to California to San Jose so I can, you know, live this law enforcement career and put that whole get into that whole identity and career. And the most stressful time, the most stressful thing in my life at the time were those tests. Right. It's just get past this next test. And then it's the week after that. And then get past this next test. And all of a sudden, six months go by 
And now it's like, okay, now I got to pass FTO, the field training part of mm-hmm. being a cop. Now it's like the next thing. Okay, now I just have to make it. It's like that the, the biggest stressor will always change. Right. And it's always perspective because, you know, this, those tests at the time were the hardest things in my life. They were the most difficult things. They were the most stressful things. But after you got past them, after I got past them, it was like, hey, it's not that bad. I survived. Yeah. It's on to the next. And it's on to the next big thing. Oh my God, this is crazy. Blah, blah, blah. I got to survive. And then you get past it and you're like, all right, cool. The difference with that, and I think this is where it's really going to help transition people from defensive to offensive and prepare them for that winning season is perspective. Mm -hmm. This whole COVID stuff. Yes. It's, it's crazy. It's, there's a lot of rules and a lot of, you know, families that are impacted by this. And I'm not trying to belittle any of that. I'm just trying to give people that, that perspective. Mm -hmm. Like when this passes, what are you going to be worrying about next? Mm -hmm. How can we set ourselves up to win today so that everything else that happens in the future, which are probably going to be really, really big giants in our eyes, eventually it's going to be like, Hey, you know what? I got past that. I will pass this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you said something really awesome yesterday. You said that winning isn't an end goal. Right? Yes, I did say that. <laughs> I was like, I did not just make that up, right? Because I'll gladly take credit for it. <laughs> can, you, can you elaborate a little bit on what you meant by winning isn't, isn't an end goal? Yeah. So I think for a lot of us, we usually feel like winning is when we have an achievement. It's like when we've aced the test or when we've won the state championship or, you know, it's something in the future that we're working towards and once it's done, that's what the epitome of winning is. But what comes after that? And I think it's important, at, at least for me, this is how I think about it. It's important to remember that winning doesn't have to be just achievement-based. It doesn't have to be just that end goal, that one match, that one win, that one medal that brings meaning to your life. Winning can be a journey. Winning should be, what is, what is something that I can win at today and tomorrow and the next day? Each day reminding ourselves that there's things that we can do, such as improving our habits or changing our mindset to a more positive mindset that helps us to win each day, as opposed to only thinking that a win is something that happens far down the road that someone else rewards us with. Because mm. w- winning really is a habit. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a state of mind. And in a sense, it's, it's difficult to measure winning as a result versus the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because the results can change. Right? I believe, and, and I, I've talked about this, where you know, me preparing for the SWAT um, test, Right. I knew I trained my ass off. I knew I hustled. I knew I structured. And, and that's what gave me peace of mind. Like, hey, if I know if I work hard prior, if I did everything I could possibly do prior to, to the actual event, then I have no control in the result. Mm-hmm. I can obviously sway it into my favor, but at the end, it was still going to be up to them whether they choose me or not. Right. Exactly. So do I, you know, some people, you know, let's, 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 let's play into that situation, right? Let's say I didn't get injured. 
let's say that I made it to the last parts of the testing and I was one of the candidates. I worked hard. I did everything I could. And at the end, they didn't choose me. Mm-hmm. You know, what if at the end, they didn't choose me? And now it's like, well, is that, a, is that a win or a failure? Right. I think a lot of people, and to be completely honest, myself, if that had happened and I didn't get injured and we played into the same exact scenario that we just talked about, I would probably take it as a failure at the time at, yeah. at 25 years old. You know, I was so egotistical and, you know, all up in my head mm-hmm. that I would have just disregarded all that hard work and like, well, I still failed. I didn't get it. Right. But now when I look at everything, like, man, it, it's difficult to, to base your wins and losses off of the result. Right. Because the results are really can't control. Mm-hmm. But the effort, the effort is the only part of that whole equation that is 100% up to you. Exactly. So true. So what would be your, your tip moving forward for that person who's listening right now and maybe they have big goals and dreams and aspirations and this whole COVID thing mm-hmm. just kind of took the wind out of their sails. Right. What would you say to that person listening to this right now? Mm-hmm. I think that I would say that it's really important to define your own meaning of success or meaning of winning um, instead of relying on what someone else tells you or the result-based uh, winning definition, what does winning mean to you? What does success mean to you? Because it's different for everybody. It's not necessarily just one answer. And I think that everybody should have a different definition for it. But when you can really define what your winning, what winning means to you, that's when you know whether or not you're moving towards it. And that's really going to define like, are your goals in alignment with what you think winning is and maybe you'll discover they are which is awesome but maybe you'll also discover that they're not and you're really much more swayed by the opinions of other people so the first step i think for anyone is just to be really honest with yourself and ask yourself what does winning mean to me and am i moving towards it are you sure you don't have like a piece of paper in front of you because this is a little too good i'm over here like trying to get put my words together and you're just like <laughs> boom 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 like very smooth and, and straight <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm reading a teleprompter. Good. Okay. Thank you for admitting that. Thank you. Okay. I feel better about myself. <laughs> um, for me, whoever you know is listening to this right now, whether you're in the Facebook group listening to this live or you, you listen to this in through the podcast, I want to encourage you to, to, to look beyond the results and look at the effort. I look at it like this, and I know if this is on the podcast, like people can't really see my hands. Like the result is from here to here, right? Like the beginning and the end. The, the, the result is here. But the effort is everything in between. And you can control a lot of this stuff, right? Like a lot of these, uh, the effort, all the stuff in the middle, you have a lot more control except for the end. Mm-hmm. Now, ideally, if you set yourself up right, you do all the effort, you do everything you know, to the best of your ability and your knowledge, this should work out in your favor. But that's not always the case. And I don't want people to get hung up on the result, but rather if you know, and this is where like integrity comes in, right? If you know that in your heart you put in 
the work, you put in the time, you put in the investment, you made the sacrifice. You can't control that result. Mm -hmm. But if you put in the effort, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. And you can be proud of the effort that you put in as opposed to feeling like whether or not you won this award and that is really like someone external is giving you that pride because they're rewarding you for that win. I think it's really important for us to take pride in ourselves and our effort and understand that when we gave it 100% that we're, we're sticking up for ourselves. We're showing ourselves that we can do something and we can be proud of the effort that we're putting in. Yeah. Don't, don't get caught up in letting yourself be defined by the result. Mm-hmm. because that's how that's how I you know messed up I let my whole law enforcement career be defined by that injury that I had no control over right mm-hmm. and instead of you know kind of taking it for what it is embracing the moments and the memories and all the good times that you know I had with with my partners and stuff instead I let this one moment in time right take precedence over the years and years I had on the streets mm-hmm. yeah exactly because I was so caught up on the result and for the longest time I'm, I'm not gonna lie even till to this day I still carry a little bit of that pain mm-hmm. but I, I believe it does it doesn't have the same power over me that it used to right because literally that one, that one point in my life, that one point in time, it altered the way I looked at myself. It altered the way I saw myself as a man, as a husband, as a producing person in society. Mm-hmm. Because I was too busy on the result and not right. looking at the effort. My heart went, same thing in business, right? People may come and go and, you know, business may be doing great and then it may drop, but we can't always look at the result. We have to also look at the effort. Where are, are, are our hearts in the right place? Right. Are we truly doing everything we can do? And that's what I want to encourage people today is if you want to prepare for your winning season, you got to get your head right first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be ready to receive the blessings and favors that's coming in your way. Because if you're too busy looking at that, this really one narrow, like I can't go outside. I have to stay six feet away. I can't see my family. If that's all you're seeing, you're missing the rest of this. Man, what a great, what a great, I need, I needed this myself to be completely. I needed, I think I needed to get all that stuff off my chest. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So are we going to let people know what our special event is coming up? We are excited to announce uh, we are going to be bringing back group coaching. Group coaching is something we used to do, um, and we took we stepped away from that so we can focus on more individual one-on-one coaching clients. But as we move forward, we want to be able to just help as many people as possible. So group coaching was one of the things that really helped us work with a lot of people um, and at the same time give them a lot of value on live group coaching calls so it it will it was a lot easier for us to scale you know the amount of clients we were taking in the amount of people we can work with um and and we weren't able we didn't have to limit everything to just one-on-one coaching like we previously did at modern fitness so that is something i'm really excited to bring back the group coaching and if any if anyone here which i know a lot of you have been on those group coaching calls 
I would love for you guys to cut back on and kind of see the new stuff that we have uh, planned for everybody else. And if you're interested, please send myself a DM, send Renata a DM, and we would love to invite you to experience this group coaching call that we're going to be launching mid-May. We want to say thank you for everyone who joined us on this lunchtime lesson. I apologize for all the technical difficulties and all this craziness kind of going on, uh, but stay in there, stay strong. And we want to invite you to a group coaching call in May. Get in contact with us and we would definitely love to have you. Have a great Tuesday and I will see everyone later. Thank you guys. Oh, you know, my, oh, you know, my, oh, you know, my.